In Passing is a podcast by the Center for Faith Engagement at Andrews University. It's a place for conversations about life and faith, all in the time it takes to get a burrito from the gazebo. It's a podcast that highlights real conversations with real people all across Andrews University. This is In Passing. What up, guys? We are here. It is your boy, Angel. And I'm Arlene. And we got episode two coming your way today. Uh, And we are here. Yeah, let me introduce our guest. We are here with one of my best friends, Zachary DeLeon. Hello, hello. What's up, Zachy? What's good, brother? How you doing? Good. Um, So we got some icebreaker questions for you to really get the uh, brain juices flowing. Let's do it. And Arlene's going to start us off. So, Zach. All right. I'm if you nervous. had to change your name, what would you change it to? Okay, I always wanted it to be Isaac because I had a friend as a kid who was super cool and I always wanted to be him. His name was Isaac. Isaac. <laughs> Turns out Isaac. as we grew up, he wanted him to be Zach. So Aww, that's cute. Like you guys just that. wanted to be each other. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Anyways, that's cute. A real, real love story. Very wholesome. <laughs> All right, Zach, what are the top three things on your bucket list right now? It all has to do with traveling. Oh, yeah. And you can travel for free, too. So that's right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do a little flex. Talk about how you can travel for free. I mean, there ain't no flex. It's really just what what are those called? A life hack. It's a life hack. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I put luggage into a plane. And because I do that, I have to fly for free. Anywhere. On standby. On standby. The numbers work out all the time. Yeah. It's a come up. So I just had a coworker yesterday go to Japan. What? Yep. Just because for two days. But you be grinding though. That's like three in the morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting up early. I'm getting up early. But you know what? It forces me to be like disciplined. And yeah. Out early. Wow. Yeah, that's true. Which I have not been doing, so I'm just exhausted all the time. <laughs> it's right? because it's you hang out with me. So can you tell me at least three oh, things? Yeah. Um, bucket list. Uh, I'm trying to have some real deal uh, sushi from Japan. That's mm-hmm. in my head. I'm trying to go to Southern Italy at some point this summer. And like Lake Como or I'm what? Do a non-travel one. Like where? Lake Como. Yeah. Where in Italy would you where like Italy? to go? Oh, like just Sicily, just the Sicily area. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, then the third one, non. Bro, I'm trying to dunk again. I've been trying to do that. I don't laugh. <laughs> Zach, like realistically, don't laugh bro. like that. No, I'm for real. I'm trying to get the back to that. But like, so aren't you so tall? Doesn't that come it. naturally? Don't, don't no, no, no. Or let me see. Yeah, height doesn't matter oh. if you do, you're not skilled. You know oh, what I mean. Yeah, hold up, hold up. Yeah. We're, talking about, we're talking about skill now. No, no, okay, no. Okay, no, okay, no. chill. Uncrustables. We can't have any not, friendly fire. This is not the place for this. This is not the place for this either. Okay, <laughs> I believe in you. I genuinely, you I believe in you. I, you, I, you were moving to, really well last I, season. I was. I'm you're getting some blocks. Now. Oh yeah. Now. Oh no. yeah. I don't think you have to jump that high to dunk. I just can't jump, girl. That's really what it is. Yeah, it's that simple. Is that simple? That's a little rough. Yeah, it is. It is. I can move well, you know, on the ground. But once it's yeah. kind of like being wow. in the air, it's just not my gift. Not yeah. my gift at all. But yikes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you looking most forward to in the next 10 years? Oh man, not being broke. Um, Amen. Felt that. Amen. All of yeah, Andrews just let out a mighty <laughs> roar. Yeah, come on now. Yeah, being like, you know, I love being here at Andrews. I love developing myself spiritually, but I'm just ready to really be in the field. So going out and really being out there and changing the community in a way, it's going to be exciting. Um, obviously, like the whole family thing. I want to be a family man. So having a family in 10 years is very exciting to me. Having children, very mm-hmm. exciting. Um, yeah, pretty much all the normal stuff. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. What are some of your personal rules that you refuse to break? 
Yeah, I knew you liked this question. And then I have another one, and I'm still debating if 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 I should ask you this one. But depending on how you respond to this one, <laughs> see, you know this by you know this by experience that like past eight or nine o'clock, I don't want to be with people. I'm be by <laughs> really? myself, by myself. I need to be by myself. Like I just, I'm an introvert, just super introverted. And so for me, I just need to be by like yeah. And it doesn't matter who's in my house. Angel knows this. Yeah. Matter, eight or nine, yeah. it's yeah. like. Zach has a yeah a telltale sign. He does a typical dad like when you rub your knees and then he just he slaps them. And I'm like, all right, That's I'm out. <laughs> That's the one. What are the rules I have? I don't have that many rules. Like I think. You would never date somebody else's ex. I think that's a personal rule oh, of yours. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because relationships. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time. Big time. Or even if like I just know the ex. I don't have to be friends with him. If right. I know the ex, I just like can't do it. Loyal guy. Wow. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I think you answered that question okay. pretty safely. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, what were you? Okay. No, I, I, don't, I don't know. Okay. I'm just, you know. We want to hear the tea or right. the out here stuff. at Andrews. Okay, the juicy well, yeah, stuff. Yeah, juicy well, this questions. will be the last one. And then we'll get into like some other questions bet, for you. Bet. What chance encounter changed your life forever? Oh, yeah. I was trying to get some. Okay. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, Chance encounter changed my life. <sighs> There's a specific story that you told me when we first met. Which one, bro? I've told you a lot of stories. Yeah. But the one about the guy you picked up from the airport. Then he got into your car and he was like, oh, what? Remember? I oh, mean, if you don't that, want to tell that, that, that one, that that's fine. That didn't change my life. That just, I mean, it changed my life financially. It, it, hurt, <laughs> me. it hurt me deep. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. So. I mean, you could always talk about how you story. met me. You know, that's so oh, wow. funny. Just funny. kidding. Funny. Okay. I'll talk, I can tell that story. So yes. yeah, yeah. I was, uh, here's the thing. I don't know if I told you this, but I was driving on the highway, about to enter the highway. And I was praying to God at this point. Like I was really, like, really speaking to reconnect with God in a very special way. And I was just praying to him, like, Lord, like, just tell me, like, I just want to, like, push your kingdom in a way, like, mm-hmm. like, connecting with people, right? I see this dude on the side of the highway. It's important because it affected my decision to stop. He was, like, brown and Arab, which I mm-hmm. live in a very, like, currently my parents were living in a very white dominant hick town out in the boonies town out of Portland, Oregon, right? Right. You don't see Arab dudes out there. And so I pulled up and uh, he came in and he was just, like blinged out in like gold. Oh. Um, and I'm thinking like, okay, like this was a good decision, God. Like you're, you're looking out. <laughs> he didn't speak very well, good English. He was just like, bro, like my car's, I just need some money to get to back to like Saudi Arabia, yada, yada. He gives me like all his bracelets. He's like, this is all. And I also like 5K or like 30, whatever highest quality gold is. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some um, carrots were in carrots there. Carrots were in there. And I'm thinking, I'm looking at this. I'm like, okay, that's crazy. And then tells me the whole story. And like, I don't really believe I have like 20 bucks. I'm going to give him 20 bucks. But he's like, honestly, man, I'm trying, I need like, I need more. I need like a few hundred. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to give you a few hundred. His whole story of how he was just trying to get back to Saudi Arabia. That's his whole story. I'm trying to get back to Saudi Arabia. Like I've got money. It's not an issue. He gave right. me all his jewelry. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking like, okay, I'm like, I'm like thinking like, I'm not about to get this a hundred bucks, you know, a few, a few hundred bucks. No way. He doesn't let me go, man. He's very like demanding. So I start looking and like, you know, me, I like psychology, but I'm looking at the psychology of this dude. Like you're not, you shouldn't be demanding unless you're actually who you say you are. Right. You feel me? He's like mm-hmm. demanding money at this point. And I'm like, okay. And he's you're, in your car already? So. No, he's still outside the car. We're okay. on the highway. His sister is in the car. He's like, brings out his sister who's all like wrapped up, you know. And then he like puts her in my car. He's like, follow me. We're going to go to the bank. Oh. Just like that. Oh. Okay. And at this point, I'm like curious. And I'm not going to lie. I'm seeing the gold, right? Yeah. So I'm of like, course. I'm looking at the money. I'm looking at the way this man's behaving. And I'm like. I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. 
Oh, yeah, this is actually very, wow. You really got the most embarrassing. This is like the most embarrassing <laughs> story of my entire life. I literally you, before the podcast, on. I was like, I really hope I can get him to tell this. This story. is the most embarrassing. Like, literally, this is the most humiliating. Okay. But it's a good story. It's, it it's, it's it's there's a lesson in this. Indeed, there is. She gets in the car and she's just like, at that point, I was in real estate. I was driving a pretty nice car, and she gets in and she just as if she was sitting in a pile of poop like and it was clean i got no something like garbage it was clean the car was clean nice car but like she's acting as if it's like garbage and then she's like again very like demanding we get to the bank and he literally like forces someone to get out of the parking spot he's like get out he like gets out of his car oh wow goes to someone's car he's like you need to leave so i'm looking at this man's behavior i'm like this man really is like some prince right like Like, who treats people like this Uh right yeah and so at this point i'm bought anyways we get to the bank man and at this point i believe who he is and I believe, because I believe who he is, I believe that the watch he gave me is a yeah. you know, $40,000 watch. I do believe Yay. these things. And so I give him some money. I'm not going to say how much. That's fair. That's fair. I give him some money. That's fair. A significant amount. Yeah. A significant amount. And uh, I go to the jeweler right afterwards. Everything is fake. Everything is fake. Dang. And uh, man, I have never, I've never felt the need to kill somebody. But that was that day. Yeah. yeah. I literally raged and I got in my car and I just like drove down the highway hoping to see him. You know, like right, right, right. You see straight, like literally filled with rage. And then came like that just humility of like, dang, like this is what just like the wrong intentions and being blinded by greed does. Wow. Like, I was blinded by greed. Yeah. Why wow, you really have me thank tell you. the most embarrassing wow, story of my thank entire you, Zach. life? Oh, I love you so wow, much. That's thank crazy. you. That's a good story. I can't no, believe I can't believe you have me tell that story. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So okay, Zach, now we're gonna get into what impassing is all about. Cause okay. our theme is the fact that you were made by community and not for community. Mm. So if I were to ask you who is your community, what or who comes to mind? Immediately I would say just like my seminary family. Brr, brr, brr. Come on now. Um House of Worship, which is just like a home church that I help lead out. Mm-hmm. Um I wish I could say you know, something like getting involved with Angie, something I want to do more. But right now it's really just like seminary specifically. We feel, it feels like so detached when I'm like, we're in our own little world there. Yeah, it sucks. Um, it really does. And then, yeah, just house of worship. Yeah. So if you could give me a percentage, how much of who you are as a person or your identity comes from your community? That's actually really, really interesting because I think not a lot. Really? And here's why. Mm-hmm. I was I was homeschooled. Yeah, I was homeschooled. So like, I, I knew think, you gave off homeschool vibes. <laughs> yeah, did you really? Hey, no, no, not no, at all. Not at all. Not. If anyone who actually knows you, they'd be like, "This guy's homeschooled." Right, no way. right. Yeah, I was homeschooled, and so my family it was probably my first, like, my biggest sense of identity. Mm. And then when I went back to school for high school, like, I just felt like, actually, no. At that point, I was very impressionable, so I definitely still allowed my community to affect me. But like, at this point, I just think I'm very self-sustained. Anything that makes any sense. So we're now when it comes to community, I just see it as an outlet to just really like minister to mm-hmm. as opposed to a place to like derive identity from. Okay. Right. Which is I don't know how that sounds, but that's just yeah. that's how it is for me. So, yeah. you know, giving us a percentage of like your okay, seminary right, house of worship. Actually it's significant. I'm be like forty five percent. Yeah. Forty okay. percent. That's way more than me, bro. I Oh what? Oh, I feel this. like it's higher for you, brother. Are you kidding me? The seminary is like point five percent. I but your community. Oh, no. Nah. See, we, I, I talked about who my community oh, is last it. episode. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Nah, so but uh, yeah, the the seminary. Let's talk a little bit about the seminary because <laughs> I think um, 
<laughs> Actually, Arlene had some good takes on the seminary. So, there's a lot of there's a lot of stereotypes out there. I'm an undergrad. Okay. And for us undergrad, tell students, me what you heard. I know the horror we, stories. We've heard a lot. I can imagine. We have we have heard a lot. Oh yeah. So we have like a lot of bad ideas. Y'all have all the, the, the stereotypes. The, the stereotypes. Red flag list. Yeah. The red, red flag, flag list. Yeah. Barely any green ones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a very red list. I've been told. Yes. So what would you try to tell us to make us see you guys as a green flag? What did I say? You know, oh man, that's the thing. There's a lot of seminarians, man, that I don't fully understand either myself. Man. So, like, I don't, I don't get, I mean, I get it because a lot of them, here's the thing with seminarians, we got people from all over the world. Facts. Mm-hmm. All different types of different, ages. You got different cultures. cultures yep. Yes. You got different ways of just moving around females. Mm-hmm. So, when you see a seminarian, like, depending on where they're from, they're going to move different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very differently. Mm-hmm. Talking about American seminarians, I, I haven't. Re- Okay, there's been yeah, yeah. We're just we're, we're well intentioned. We're well intentioned. Right. Um, but we all have our brokenness, and yes. I think we can see seminarians. I think a lot of times we like to overlook our brokenness because we're like leaders, right? But I think at the end of the day, we're still very broken. I think other people put us on a higher pedestal, right? Absolutely, we're leaders, mm-hmm. as they should. Like there's responsibility that comes with that. Yes, right. When you like represent God to people, mm-hmm. you should act accordingly. Very. That's much not so. always the case. Mm. Yes, we're human, just like we're, everybody else. We're huh? human. Yeah, um, we're trying to figure it out ourselves, and so I would just say, have grace, have grace. <laughs> I want to have grace and like know their story with anyone else. Like, yeah. get to know their story. Yeah, I think I don't know. It might be easy. We only see seminarians in worship settings, right? So we only see you guys if you're preaching, singing, leaning exactly. out. So we only yeah. see you as this is a pastor already. Mm-hmm. We already like, we call angel. We call him Pastor Angel at New Life, okay, even though he's yeah. still a student, right? Right. So it's hard to like not put you on that pedestal that we put pastors. I and agree. then, you know, you're still young like us, some mm-hmm. of us. Mm-hmm. You know, you're still human, <laughs> you, like you said. You, you. <laughs> <laughs> you're still, you know, human and stuff. So I guess we should give you guys some grace. Right. Some grace. But so invite seminarians to the kickback is what I mean. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Uh. Imagine. <laughs> That'd be a toughie. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, moving moving forward, and we have two more questions for you. What would you say is your best and worst experience at Andrews so far? Oh, man. Best experience at Andrews. Or just, you know, a memorable yeah, time at Andrews. Yeah, just a memorable like, time at Andrews. Yeah, Andrews. Yeah, is yeah. a bad one, a good one? Hopefully a good one. Always, yeah. Uh, I feel like just, like, having the boys, those boys' nights, Saturday nights, Friday nights, having some conversations that seminarians shouldn't have. I'm being completely honest, right? Are we, are we not honest here? Shout honest? out to, oh, yeah. please, bro, okay, please. Fair. Okay, yeah. So just having, I think what it is, yeah, you know, again, that pressure of being some seminarian, being able to be with those who kind of feel that pressure and be able to be human with them mm-hmm. is so therapeutic. Yeah. And so like those nights of just in the house, kicking it back, talking, really communing mm-hmm. um, in an intimate way, I think has been those moments for me that have been beautiful. Worst, man, I don't even think I have a worse yeah i don't think so just the winners are tough mm. that's it though not yeah. for real yeah our last question is what is the mark that you want to leave at andrews oh wow a big part of it is really just yeah breaking down those barriers of what it means to be a seminarian just realizing that we're also human a new life i had that testimony about like porn addiction and sexual addiction mm. seminars aren't perfect and so i think being able to show Jesus through my imperfections mm-hmm. is key. Being able to show people that like to be a seminarian, to be a, you know, a servant of God doesn't mean you're like perfect. It means that you are at least, the attempt is there, the desire is there, mm-hmm. the passion is there. I look, always look at David, right? The passion for God was always there. Mistakes, 
Plenty. happened. <laughs> happened, <laughs> happened, right? But the passion yeah. always was there. Yeah. And for me, that's what it means. Like, I would love to leave that mark where, like, to be follow God doesn't mean to be perfect. But it doesn't mean that that passion has to be there, man. You have to be passionate about something. And I feel like passion for God will lead to passion for just life in general in a deeper way. Yeah. So. Spot on. Yeah. Well, bro, 30 seconds, anything you want to plug in, anyone you want to shout out, go for it. Time oh, is yours. Man, House of Worship. Y'all want to have a real experience? For real. House real of Worship is awesome. Where is that? Um, so that's the thing. We change houses every Friday. Oh, it's like an actual house. Yeah, it's, it's house, house, houses it's a house. of worship. It's houses oh, of worship. Okay. Yeah, it's a real house. So we change houses every week, Fridays. Um, right now we're meeting at 7 p.m. on Fridays. It will probably move to 5 p.m. now with like the change of time. Mm-hmm. Just engage with the word, have some food. We hang out, have just real com- raw conversations. And it just allows you just to make and meet people that you normally wouldn't meet. You know what I'm saying? We got some people from the community coming out soon as well. So just uh, ideally it would be with people from just not just people from Andrew, people from all over Barry and all over South Bend. So yeah, come out. Um, besides that, God is good. How can they? Stay how connected. can they contact you if they wanna? You guys have an Instagram. Yeah, yeah. question. We do not have an Instagram. You can talk to me. You can DM me on Instagram. I guess d e at d e underscore lion l i o n. Uh, and then I can put you on our texting list. We have a texting list. We can RSVP for the meetings. Mm-hmm. And we can get a headcount for food. And yeah, I'd love to see you guys there. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Well, Zach, thank you so much for being on In Passing. And guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know Arlenny and I definitely did. And once again, this is your host, Angel. And I'm Arlenny. And tune into the next episode. You don't want to pass this up.